Drop the subject. Okay, let's get this thing going now. I know everyone's excited about the holiday weekend ahead. Everyone's checked out of work, haven't they? But we are here. At work. I know. I'm not checked out, are you? No, no, I'm saying we're checked in. We're at work. We are, yeah. Uh, I love getting the corporate emails that say everyone can go home early today. At one o'clock. Yes. So see you later, guys. Well, Pacific Standard Time. At one o'clock, <laughs> we're gone. I'm uh, I'm hosting here. We'll drop the subject, and then I'll be on. Let's go there later. And they were like, Oh, so you, you know, got a long day. It's going to be a shorter. We have a shorter show coming up uh, later on with drop the subject. With I'll be with a full show with drop the subject, and a shorter show with let's go there. I'll be there with Ryan. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's everyone's ready for the weekend. Yeah. Um, do you enjoy doing his show more than mine? He actually he asked me that yesterday. He was like, "So who do you love more?" And I said, "Because you need to pick." Well, I said I, I had a very safe answer. My answer was Ryan. There, I there's no one. What did I say? I said something like, "I love doing um, Let's Go There with you more than anyone else." <laughs> I love doing never do- this show with, with you, you right now, now. Exactly. more than ever. <laughs> I was like, what you're not going to do is put mm-hmm. me into a corner and not realize what I just did to uh, myself. Well, you if- should be a politician. Uh, yeah, well, you'd you. be I'm really, yeah, that's ex- exactly what a politician answer should be like. Taking a daily radio show might be shooting myself in the foot, but we'll see. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, well, if if it does come to that and it, the answer is not me, uh, please lie to me. <laughs> Just say that it's me. <laughs> I, I don't like, think that my self-esteem can take it. Allie, I adore you. You know that we've we've really started bonding over food. Yes. Um, and I think that, I think the food bond is probably the strongest kind of bond that I have with people, so. Great, yeah. yeah. I think that, uh, you know, I've read articles saying that uh, people complaining brings people together. Mm. People will bond over complaining over things. Okay. But I think that food is a stronger bond than that. I would agree. I think that my my best friend and I, I we were just having this conversation. Uh, we're both named Jarrett, which is a whole weirdness that we can talk about another time. But we talk about food and winning the lottery more than anything else. Oh, I love talking about winning the lottery. There we go. We There's have, another commonality. Yeah, we, he has like a whole spreadsheet of where every dollar would go. Uh, of like, <laughs> really? He's a spreadsheets person. I know you're not a spreadsheet girl, but like, he has a spreadsheet that says like to X percent would go to this charity, X percent would go to that, X percent would go to investment, X percent would go toward savings, X percent would go to dis- to like disposable income. I was wow. like, wow. Well, good wild. for him for having a charity tab. Yeah, on well, the spreadsheet. Well, he's an executive director of a foundation, so like that's you know how his brain works. Well, I mean, it's good that he has that because, and, and thank you for saying I'm not a spreadsheet girl. That is very true. I no, Something that, that I should yesterday. put on my resume <laughs> or on my Twitter girl. profile. Yeah, lesbian, not a spreadsheet girl because I really don't like. There's another guy I'm working with on my uh, on Butch Pal for the Straight Gal, and he is a spreadsheet freak. Every single time I'm like, "Hey, we should get a plan in order for this." He sends like 17 spreadsheets, and I'm like, "I don't know what any of this means." <laughs> but uh, I. I think that a lot of the bad stories that come from lottery winners are people that don't know what they're going to do with the money. Exactly. And they just have these big conceptual, these big conceptual things like, I'm going to buy a bit nice car or I'm going to buy a house and then I'm going to give everyone my full name so that every single everyone. person that ever knew me or wants to know me can reach out and ask for money. And then my children can backstab me and, and use my investments on bad things yeah. and then leave me bankrupt. So, do you know anyone that's won, won the lottery? No, I knew somebody who won $10,000. Okay. So I know two people that have won a lottery. Um, and I don't know Wait, if that- how much? How one, much money? I think one person won a quarter million dollars and one won $5 million. 
yeah. where where is this person? <laughs> where how do what, you know? I you, well, so did one you know of them, them well beforehand, and now you know them more well now. One of them I knew well beforehand, and then one I met years afterward. And she oh, was like, she was like, by yeah. the way, I won a, I won the lottery. Yeah, it, like it came up. She was a news. Uh, she was a, a weather lady uh, that I worked with um, uh. and, when I was in Atlanta, and she was like, oh, you know, I freelance to do this, da 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 da, and, and like. It was one of those things where it was like, but like, what do you do full time? And like, at some point she was like, oh, I won the lottery a few years ago. And like, <laughs> I was like, excuse me? And so, yeah. Oh. But yeah, I know a couple of people, the one that won $5 million, she has a great story of like being in the grocery store and like her, her sibling or someone had told her, like, to always pay like the expensive scratchers, like the $20 scratchers. And she was like, I'm not doing that. Like, oh, that's what my mom does. On a scratcher? She's like, that one day I happened to like go and actually play a $20 scratcher after I got my groceries and I was walking in the parking lot. I think she said she was walking in the parking lot and like scratching them off and then like had the moment of like, oh my God wait what and she like calls her boyfriend on FaceTime and she's like does this thing mean what it what I think it means and then she's like oh my god oh my god and so then she's like but then I still had to take my groceries home you oh, know right. so she's like I just thrown them all in the garbage right. and been like I'm free well she said like she got in the car and she's driving and she's like I've never been more grateful for traffic because like everyone was driving slowly and I just didn't want to have an accident I didn't want anything to happen I just wanted to like drive very slowly go get home take my groceries into the house and then go get on the freeway and drive to the lottery <sighs> place you know that would help me I should drive every day like I've won the lottery <laughs> Because I really suck at driving and I'm really overly anxious all the time. So I just need to drive like I've won. Cut to everyone honking behind you. Why are you driving like you won the lottery or something? Let's go. I'm like, leave me alone and then I need my groceries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is, that's so fascinating. Yeah. I think about though when she bought that. I mean, it's always a story like that. It was the one time that I bought a $20 scratcher. Right. But you then you don't think about all the people who buy $20 scratchers on a regular basis and don't win anything exactly. and are left broke but then every once in a while you hear about one of those really old ladies yeah. that won the lottery because she's been playing since she was like 20 years old and now she's 87 and, and she spent about 12 million dollars in the lottery yeah she's probably left her whole family destitute <laughs> and she finally stroke a uh, stroke of luck and no pun intended and wins three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> like, oh, come on. and she's like i'm gonna get a new lazy boy so i every time i've ever played the lottery i have been sure that i was going to win i don't know if you heard but i didn't <laughs> but a friend of mine went to a psychic that she loves and she's like you know she's really great she predicted this and did it and like she was like she was right about everything and the psychic the psychic told her you're never gonna win the lottery so stop playing it <laughs> and I thought she should just tell that to everybody yeah I, I mean like, the chances of it actually exactly yeah but like she's my friend stopped playing the lottery because of that she was like well you know she told me to stop doing that because that is win. pretty great well I think that uh What's even worse, though, is winning something and then realizing that you that you had a false win. Oh, what do you because mean? Because that's happened to me where I thought I won a bet and I was like, yeah! And then I was in oh. line waiting and being like, I just won $300. <laughs> and then I got to the window and they were like, no, that's not how that bet works. Oh, you got all the way to the... You got yeah, I got the all the there. way to the window, like oh. ready to cash in my thing. And I was even talking, bragging to other people in line going like, yeah, I knew it. I really knew it. And they were like, you need to cover the spread. And I was like, I don't understand what that is. And they had to explain a point spread and how I was not... My, my ticket was no good. I did not win anything. Like, so that is a... Where is my money that is <laughs> please exactly. can i just say please can i go to the next window uh anyway we've All got right. a very exciting show yes to we come do today. um we are going to take a quick break when we come back 
someone on Twitter had a suggestion for something that we should do on the show, and we are going to do it. We're going to have a conversation about it. Well, you don't uh, even know what it is yet. I know. So. That's why I'm nervous. So I love I'm that like, you said we're going to do it. Well, we're going to discuss it. <laughs> because the way that you just said that now makes me we're very gonna nervous. We're going to discuss, we'll discuss do that. it. <laughs> You're listening to Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q with Allie Johnson and the new Jarrett Hill. I know you're not new as a person, but you like, are new. It's like, how does that math? Okay, okay. I'm the new Jarrett Hill. You're a new presence the, on the stage. Well, yeah. I mean, you're not really a new presence on the station because you've been doing, you've done pretty much every show. I, I have done every show on the station and I think I'm doing Loveline in the next week. Oh, great. So Almost every show. Every show but Loveline and I think I'm doing that in the next I week. I feel slightly cheated on. How? Uh, before we even dated? I, well, <laughs> I guess we're in an open relationship, but I'm not dating other shows. But you're the homewrecker in this relationship, I, remember? <laughs> yeah, we learned yesterday that yeah. I'm a homewrecker. Uh, all right, we still have a lot to look forward to on the show today. Coming to terms, this is a segment that we think I've done only once before. I'm excited about that one. Yeah, uh, basically there are a lot of sexual identities. There are so, so many, and it's so, so confusing. And there are a couple new ones that people have been talking about recently, so we like to bring Break it down Sesame Street style, and we will we will uh, simplify it and discuss just what the hell these new sexual identities are. We also are a very interactive show. You know, you can always tell us what you think about what we're doing and give us any suggestions. And a suggestion did come through from someone named Culator sixty nine. <laughs> I'm not making that up. I'm not even going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Mm-hmm. And uh, this person has no profile picture, by the way, Uh-oh. on Twitter. Wait a minute. Uh, and they said, it's can the you... Russians. <laughs> this, these are the Russians. Yep. They have a message for you, Jarrett. Of course they do. Can you please do a game show where the loser has to eat something kind of gross? Oh. Oh. This is why you were laughing when I was like, we're going to do something next. You're like, and we're definitely going to do it. And I was like, all right. Um, there's a there's a game on, um, uh, is it Late Late with James Corden? Is it the Late Late Show or something like that? How many lates? I don't uh, know. Right, it's the Late Lady Late. The <laughs> Lady Late The Lady Late. The I don't think late. there's a such thing as a Lady Late the, Show. Right. But uh, they have a show called um, uh, Fill Your, Spill Your Guts or Fill Your Guts. I love the concept of the show, but I hate the execution of it because James always acts like he is not. He they'll be like, "Well, who's the worst guest you've ever had?" And he's always like, "Oh my god, well, I don't know how to say I, something negative." I don't, I don't know. And then he'll just eat whatever the thing is, and it's like oh, you god. can't do that every time when you've played this game twenty times. It's a little old. <laughs> I love James Corden, but he does that in a kind of a oh, me. James Corden kind of bothers me. I like. He's him just a lot. always so there. Yeah. He's there for everything. I, I, he's like and, the Scarlett Johansson of comedy. I, yikes! Yikes! I'm just saying. She, there was a time when Scarlett Johansson was in everything, and yeah, I was I like, "Enough with you!" And I feel like uh, that a little bit with James Corden. I think he's a very funny guy when I watch what he's doing, but I'm like, "You're just in everything." I, I, I don't know. People can't see in the studio, but like, I have everything. Every You're, one of my devices have, like, plugged up right now. Stance. Like my iPad, my phone, everything. I'm like trying not to pull any cords. Um, so yes, we should do a game where one of us has to eat. The, you know what we should have to eat 
is the new foods from Trader Joe's. So that's exactly where my mind went. Really? Okay. I was like, okay, if we have to eat something kind of gross, I don't want to go like frat boy style where it's like, eat spaghetti with soy sauce all over Ew, it and like dude. someone's pubes. Whoa, bro! Which, I mean, is funny in its own way, I guess, but I want to- Our straight guy impressions really offended <laughs> Justin, I'm sure. I, <laughs> but they're accurate, right, Justin? Yeah, he's nodding his head. Yeah. Um, so I think that we should go the other gross route, which is go to gross foods that are basically trying to be healthy foods. Are you trying to make me eat cashew cheese? I want us to eat those millet tots. Oh, God. I want us to eat that fudge, that quinoa fudge cake. I, <laughs> I want us I know to I eat just suggested this, but I'm already hating me for it. The cauliflower whatever. I'm sure there's cauliflower something we could eat. Yeah. Cauliflower pizza or rice or gnocchi or something. Gnocchi. Oh, I'm making gnocchi this weekend. I just have that. <laughs> You just totally ruined my You weekend. just reminded me to make gnocchi. Exactly. I've already I've lost seven pounds in the last few weeks, so now I feel like I can eat anything, which is not how that works, for the record. Um, okay, so we'll come up with You have my wife's game. mentality. Yeah. I've well, lost a few pounds, so let's go now it's a free buck for wild. Yeah. Um, okay, so Ginger Justin, we need to figure out a time where the network will buy all of that food for us. <laughs> no. With Never. our big with our big budget. Um, I and think, yeah. I think that's is gonna be probably on our dime (laughs) or you know what people can donate to the show how's that you can pledge a food to us because i don't think trader joe's would sponsor that i don't think they would they would sponsor us eating their gross i mean i guess if it was if it was like a game where we played it and then we would be like actually this was pretty good i was surprised you're right i mean i think they could they could try and defend themselves and stand up to the challenge by being like i think you'll actually like this food so sales department if you're listening let's get on that with with trader joe's i like this idea i'm into it okay okay great um thank you russians yeah thank you very much uh you went to bed early last night right so yes i as i as we talked about yesterday i go to a lot of screenings and so i i went to like half a screening yesterday because I told them I was I was going out to support friends but I was like it's been a super long day I did two shows I did something else like I was just tired and so I, I told them like I'm gonna pop in I'll make sure to tweet about it and share it to support but like I'm really tired so I'm gonna only stay for half I went for half the screening and then I went home because it was really close to my house which is also why I went because it was like three blocks away which is never happens so I went home and like I literally walked in the door and my my lights come on automatically oh fancy. I probably shouldn't be saying that on the radio that's really exciting but they come on and like so i walk in and all the lights were on i was like oh jesus oh so like robots turn it down for god's sake and so then i went into my room and like i got in bed and then my tv automatically turned on and my covers automatically covered me no my tv senses when i'm in the house and turns on (laughs) so no i'm kidding Um, so I turned on the TV and it was like, oh God, it's so bright. <laughs> so then I like, I literally went to the settings and turned it down. And then I, I sat there and I like texted for a minute and then I woke up this morning. <laughs> and, like, oh, okay. So and, you just I, went, oh. Well, yeah. Cause I sat there on my bed and I thought to myself like, am I the person that goes to bed at nine 30? And I was like, I think I might be okay with that. Yeah, I don't have any shame in doing that anymore. I think that um, there, there was talk tonight because I have another friend from out of town visiting tonight and there was talk about going like then having a long night doing karaoke and all this bar hopping and stuff. And I was, all I could think was this sounds exhausting. 
Yes. I'm, I, I think I used to be like, wow, I'm so excited to go do that. Let's hit the town. And now I'm like, you know, that sounds like we need to do that really late. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. why don't we just go to a nice happy hour? You're like, what celestial being is in the sky when this is happening? Is, yeah. Are we talking about sun time or, or moon time? Right. Exactly. Because yeah. me and the moon are very copacetic now in a different way. I only know that I went to bed before 1030 because I woke up and saw that I had messages from last night that were like 1025. And I was like, didn't see that. So I yeah. guess I was done. Yeah, yeah, I guess you were. Well, I don't think there's any shame in that. I, I don't think that people should be sleep shamed anymore. I'm releasing the shame. You should, you release, just release Jarrett now I'm on the show. I'm letting that go. Okay, and something happened to me actually on the way here. Yes. And, uh, and I, I need to get into it. I don't know, we have to take a little break now. Oh my gosh, are we... Justin, quit, quit throwing us a quit break talking, all the time. God. Uh, I have, you know how people are like, oh, I, th- I read something about blah, 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 and I thought of you. Blah, 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 and I thought of you. The I thought of you part is never a positive thing for me. Okay. It's always like, oh, I read this thing about incest, and I thought of you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, wait. So, so that sounds really good. We yeah. should we should. I think we should get into it, because okay. I think I finally had a positive one happen, and then oh. it kind of backfired. Okay, I like that. Yeah. It was a good one. Because, yeah, normally it's like, normally that happens, and you're like, why did that make you think of me? Right. Thanks. Or, Thanks a lot. Or they'll tell you someone looked like you, and you're like, that person looks nothing like, <laughs> like me. That gargoyle exactly. in the new Trolls <laughs> exactly. movie? Thanks. You're like, oh, the booger that you pulled out of your nose? Like, are you kidding me? Um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm what kidding. is the thing that reminded someone of Allie? And it was positive. <laughs> and then maybe I'll tell you what people have said to me that maybe is not. not so positive. Uh, that's too. coming up on the new Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie right here on the new Channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel. Q, Allie Johnson, Jared Hill, Ginger Justin, and you listening to us. Thank you for doing so. You can also follow the show at DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram. There's all kinds of fun stuff there. Uh, you know what? We should. I was thinking we should probably post an engagement photo of you and your new soon oh, yeah. bride to be Justin are you okay the, with that I'm the Twitter machine okay are yeah. you uh, it, so your fiance is okay with it right she, I know she we asked her to come on the air and she said no but she's okay with her image and her likeness being used probably okay cool well, I it's, love the it's gap good there to... for the one word probably probably um, Sarah we know that you're listening so if you could come down to the studio we'll get a photo we'll put it on the social meds and uh, and bring donuts and, br- and always bring donuts and always did, don't you dare come here without donuts <laughs> now she's not gonna come <clears throat> I often get messages from people saying hey this made me think of you and it's usually never something positive it's oh me and my friend were talking about bad outfit choices and I thought of you <laughs> Uh, we were talking about how the, the people think that fat people are funnier, and I thought of you. Uh, yeah, it's it, <laughs> well. There's a little bit of background there, but I, I lost some weight. You, I remember you saying you lost like sixty yeah. pounds or forty. Pounds. Yeah, yeah. And there was this running joke about how I'm not funny anymore oh, because of that. That's how, how do people say that to you? <laughs> um, I think they just think that words don't hurt people. I sometimes I hear I, I read comments, and I was actually listening to a podcast of that a friend of mine was on, and she was talking. She's a uh, an E host. She's uh, her name's Nia Nina Parker, and she's on E. And she was talking about how people will like comment on her being. She's a curvy girl. She's a fourteen, and like she really embraces that. And she's like, people will te- tweet me and say like, "You're so fat," or "You shouldn't sit. You shouldn't be next to that skinny person." And she's like, "Oh lord." I just respond like, you know, I, who hurt you? You yeah. know, like why yeah, you what that? do you? Yeah. 
yeah, what do you have going on in your life that yeah. you feel like you need to constantly spray negativity across the the yeah. and every aspect of the internet? Um, but for the first time, the reason I say this is that I got a message from somebody, and it was a, hey, I thought of you in a good way. Okay. She messaged me. I can even read you the thing. Friend of mine from uh, from high school said, hey, a friend of mine is looking to uh, do some research on cannabis, and they need somebody to be part of the research project. Oh. They're paying people to talk about weed and try new weed products. Like, and I was trying to find a pothead. And they, I was trying to find somebody <laughs> who would be good for this research project, and I thought of you. And okay. I was like, all right, this is great. I would be more than happy to be paid to talk about weed and yeah. to try weed products. Yeah. That sounds awesome. So I said, let her know I am interested. I'd be more than happy to talk to this person. Nice. So she called me this morning. Oh. I was on my way in, and she goes, hi, I'm so glad you know this person thought of you for this I you know I just want to see if you have the right qualifications mm-hmm. in order to because they need to fill certain quotas right certain age groups and income gaps and blah 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 and uh, based on my race ethnicity job income all these you know, criteria they would decide whether or not I was good for this study and if I was they would pay me money to have a party at my house invite people over that are friends of mine who also use cannabis and then we could all just use cannabis together and talk about the cannabis and then I mean, they would pay us like hundreds of dollars for this what what is even the what question? is this magical right. opportunity that has never fallen into my lap before now <laughs> i'm thinking about the states that we're on that are not california and that are like what is she talking about <laughs> you know what i mean like california what is or this Car- magical Denver, land yeah, called yeah, yeah. california exactly. where they offer these things yeah so what's even the question like of course i would do this so yes i mean i i was like this is the best thing ever yes of course i'm happy to do this so she says all right i'm just going to ask you some questions about yourself and then i'm just going to figure out whether that quota has already been filled or not. Mm-hmm. So how old are you? I'm 34. You know, how much money do you make? X amount of dollars. Uh, what do you do? I'm a radio host. Oh, well, that's interesting. Uh, you know, wow, how fun. You must meet some really great people. You know, that mm-hmm. whole thing. So then, you know, do you use cannabis? How often do you use it? So I'm telling her all this stuff. She goes, that's that's so great. That's so awesome. Um, who else do you know in your friend circle that, that uses cannabis and how old are they and what are their things? So I explained some of the people I know and what they, you know, they use CBD or edibles or whatever the I thing is. I feel this is about to take a turn. <laughs> so then she goes, I'm just going to go check and see if this quota has been filled or not. She comes back and she says, it's still to be determined. I really, really like you. I think that the quota has been filled already, but I'm just going to double check. In the meantime, is there anybody that you know offhand because we really need people for this quota that are a little younger and make a little more money (laughs) and I thought about it for a minute and I said well my sister is eight, eight years younger than I am and she makes more money than I do and they said, we would really love to talk oh, to your no. sister. Wow. And my sister has been this person in my life who is you always me, yeah, doing she's... better than I am. Yeah. And it's not that she's always trying to one-up me. It's just that God makes sure that happens <laughs> on every on any given day. So without her even being... She's even on vacation right now in Tokyo, oh. having the best time which of her why life. Which can't take this call. Which, she can't, which is why they, they're dying to call her. They can't right now because she's doing this. But... 
she's still getting opportunities, th- however many thousands of miles away she is. And now once she gets back, I'm going to hand her this opportunity of, you. by the way, while you were gone, I found you a way to get paid to smoke weed right. and tell everybody about it. So, Justin, and- when we're planning uh, Ellie's surprise birthday party, no mention of her sister. Okay? <laughs> she can't come. You know, you, you bring that up, but I did a, a one, one year I did a birthday party for, I, I organized a birthday party for myself at a roller rink. Mm-hmm. And she came and we took a group picture of all of us in the rink. And there is no joke, a shining spotlight of on my sister in the picture. And she it's like, happy birthday, Allie. And she's in the middle and there's a spotlight on her. That theater background. Find your light. That's yeah. I, uh, I yeah. I think that. it was just at the right place at the right time. But that's that's her story. So, Jeez, yeah. So, I, I again, it was it was a moment where, oh, I thought of you. And I was like, this is finally a positive thing. And then, of course, the positive thing went in my sister's direction, as it always does. So I, I was starting to tell you in the break, I feel like people will come up to me and be like, oh, I, this may, this person made me think of you. Or, oh, this guy looks like you, looked like you. And I would be like, oh, well, let me see him. And I'm like, he's just black. <laughs> Like, he does not look anything like this me. This person is just Have black. Have you seen other blacks? Because that's the only thing we have in common here. So none of the features. It's like, what are you talking Like, he's... Not like, even the same complexion? Well, like, I'm like, he's not even the same, like, skin tone as me. Right. Like, you found a black person, or, like, they're the right skin tone, and, like, they had a freckle on their forehead or something, and it's like, oh, he has freckles like you. I'm like, no, he has a mole. Like, that is not now, the when, same thing. when that happens to you, do you call them out on it? Oh, absolutely. You, I love it. See, I would feel bad even sending that to you. I oh. wouldn't want to be like, I found somebody who looks like you. I would be like, I'm gonna, I'm now afraid oh, that no. I will I, just think this per like, I don't want to be accused of that. You know what I mean? There is nothing that brings me joy <laughs> than like calling that out in those moments. Like, you mean this person's black? <laughs> like I, oh, every time. Like, like the same way that like straight friends will try and pair you with someone like, oh my God, I have a friend. And it's like, well, what do we have in common? And it's You're like, both gay. he's gay. Right. And it's like. Great. Then that Thanks means that we that. will love each other. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah. we'll probably hook up. We've had a lot of fun talking about trauma here just now. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Ali's got the headlines. I get the votes and you get the news. It's time for News It'll Lose It. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Wow. Twitter is lighting up today. Uh, apparently, no one is working. Everyone's, everyone is just completely checked out, and this is proof. Uh, drop the subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. Earlier in the show, we were talking about doing a, a, a listener-suggested game show where the loser has to, quote, eat something kind of gross. And what we decided that would be, uh, I'm, ama- I'm so happy that you came up with the same idea as me, which was to try some of the new Trader Joe's foods that they claim are healthy, but are uh, they're trying to be fun, indulgent foods yeah. like quinoa lava cake and, uh, and, and millet tots. <sighs> so now there's an update to this. We have in a, just minutes, really. In just moments, yes. Uh, the official Jay Rodriguez from the morning show here on Channel Q said that uh, if we do it with them in the morning, that the, the morning show will sponsor this. I. Oh, thank you. This is the morning show's uh, uh, audience studio too. Audience. Their studio <laughs> exactly. audience. Um, I think I don't know if we're being challenged to compete against them, or if me and Jay are teaming up, and you and Michaela are teaming. I don't know how oh, that's going to work. Lesbians versus gays. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, mm. you know what? Just you saying that makes me feel like we need to do that. 
Okay. I'm yes. also disturbed because their show starts at six o'clock in the morning. So like, we'll so, do the last hour. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, getting up that early in the morning is never something you get used to. So doing it one day or three yeah. years, it does not matter. We're going to be tired the rest of the week just for having done that one day. Yes. But I'm down to do it if you are. We will figure out how to do that with the morning show in their nine o'clock hour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> At 9.57, exactly. Exactly. we will be doing that. That sounds um, great. But yeah, that sounds like a fun time. So uh, stay tuned for that and we'll do that with them and we'll have, have it on our show as well. Um, okay, so speaking of things that are happening on Twitter, I just got on Twitter Twitter um, this morning and saw a tweet that I have to read. Um, it says, quote, had a dream last night that I had really weird sex with Ellen DeGeneres during the apocalypse. Figure that one out, dream experts. Tweeted by your own Allie Johnson. I did. I, did. Um, I need to know what this is about. Okay. Are you often having dreams about Ellen DeGeneres? No, I've never had a dream about Ellen DeGeneres before this time. And, you know, I think that we have talked about, I mean, I've talked about before how nobody really likes to hear about people's dreams. Mm -hmm. Katie ta tells me about her dreams all the time. They really make no sense. And then she gives me half information and I try and I end up tuning it out. Okay. But I, I woke up this morning and I was like, you know, I think I'm going to tweet this dream because this was kind of a weird one. And it turns out people actually want to hear more about it, which is crazy to me. Right. So I, someone responded kinky. And you said, I did think it was a little degrading when she gave me a Shutterfly gift card afterward, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> I think Here, that's so I'm funny. I'm going to pay you for your time. Exactly. Our friends at Shutterfly want to give you $10,000. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. I just feel like that's her go-to for everything now. Like absolutely. If she goes to a restaurant, she's like, Here, Shutterfly. I, like poor kids, she's like, here's some Shutterfly for you. I take think pictures. that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a dream it, that it was the apocalypse. We were in an end of the world scenario. And I think there was a group of us, you know, sort of like Walking Dead, where there's one group of people that are traveling around and trying to find shelter or some kind of a place to live out the rest of their days. And for some reason, we were paused in some kind of weird volcanic rock, like open space. And I got put in a certain room with Ellen and then we started doing it and I was like wow this is probably not something I should be doing right now because I'm married and I remember that Katie was in the dream just on the periphery and I was having relations with Ellen DeGeneres and I was like wow I never thought this was actually happened and it was really awkward and she was really aggressive and like licking my face I was gonna and say, like you said grinding you think she on was me licking this, your face yeah she was licking my face there was and I remember thinking this is really overrated so I don't know what that means. Maybe it means that I'm I'm making love to somebody that I think is successful, but really is not everything she's cracked up to be, and that's the other part of myself. Well, listen. I mean, uh, I mean, I think everyone has has hooked up with someone that they had like this fantasy about, and then they did it, and they were like, "Oh, this was whack." Is there any celebrity you've ever uh, had a sex dream about? Um, oh, absolutely. Who's Not that I've actually hooked up with, though. No, no, no. But oh, what, who is your go-to oh, person? Dream? Oh, uh, when I was in, I think I was in high school or college, I remember uh, <laughs> I remember having a, a really wild sex dream about uh, The Rock. 
Oh. Yeah. That would be a good one, I think. Yeah. It was like... <laughs> You're attracted to The Rock? I was. He's gotten too big now. He's very meaty. Like, he's... Yeah. there's He looks like he's gained, like, 100 pounds of muscle in the last decade. He's just way too big now. But, like, back in the day when he was, like, WWF slash WWE The Rock, like, if you smell... That whole thing. <laughs> um, then I was into him. But, like, now it's just, like, it's too big. It's like, yeah, I think that, uh, that when he was WWE lean... Exactly, yeah. That was like him at his prime. But now it's like he's busting out of every shirt that comes near him, let alone gets on his body. Well, I think that's what happens when... they like bodybuilder type guys or wrestling guys they end up then they get old and I think they are like still bulky uh, but they yeah. just get larger it's yeah. a very strange like Arnold Schwarzenegger too it's just like his neck got, like doubled in size which I didn't know was pop- in the back. and then he got and then you, next thing you know you're getting drop kicked in the back okay <laughs> okay do so, we have time to do news it or lose it headlines yes yes it's time for news it or lose it I'm <laughs> excited I was like oh my gosh we've been talking about this for so got long got carried now. away with celebrity sex dreams <laughs> rightly so drop the subject present <laughs> News it or lose it. Okay. Headline number one. Ellen DeGeneres has sex with mediocre radio host. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Okay, I'm going to name off some headlines. Jarrett, you decide what we news and what we lose. You ready? I'm ready. Headline number one. Pet owners are at higher risk of getting IBS. Pet owners are at a higher risk of getting IBS. I'm fascinated in what the correlation is. So that's definitely going to be a news it. Okay, great. Headline number two. Gilroy put on notice that they are no longer the garlic king. Jesus. Being from the Bay Area, I do remember that there was a garlic festival in Gilroy. But I don't care who took the titles. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, uh, we can just give you the the uh, spoiler here it's fresno that's oh, the new God. one which is uh it makes me now never really never want to go to fresno i mean uh okay. okay headline number three historians find the last slave ship that ever came to america and here's where they found it i did see that headline but i didn't click on it so we'll news it oh, okay and then headline number four everest traffic jam creates lethal con- uh, conditions for climbers I saw that and I kind of thought about Shira and then I thought like, because she, you know, she went to Everest yeah. uh, last month. Wait, she, did she climb Everest or uh, she, she just went, went to, to like it? one of the summits or something? Like, I don't think she went to the top. Oh. I'm not positive, but she went to Nepal and, and she did something with Everest. Um, I don't think that's going to be an interesting story though. <laughs> Like the traffic jam on Everest? Like, yeah. Yeah. No one, no one could get to Everest. Yeah. That's the story. Lose it. Uh, and then finally, Aladdin is bad. A BuzzFeed review. Oh, God. Um, because I want Aladdin to be good and I'm rooting for it, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So what are we newsing here? We're newsing uh, the slave ship that was, was discovered in America. Right. Uh, the pet owners who are at higher risk of getting IBS. And then the story with the porn nuns, right? The poor nuns. The porn nuns. The, the porn nuns doing nuns. porn. Where's that? I just wanted to see the look on your face. Um, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> like, was that another back. dream that I had that I didn't know about? What is going we'll on? take a quick break more. Drop the subject right after this. <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q 
Uh, Allie Johnson and Jared Hill with our producer, Ginger Justin. And there are continuously flowing tweets today. How nice. Uh, You know, somebody said uh, earlier, this came from Chris Contreras on Twitter, tweeted at us and said, oh, wow, Jared Hill doing Loveline next week. Someone get this man a scan card ASAP. (laughs) And you actually did finally get one, and you tweeted him a picture uh, of of that scan card. You know, this means you're finally an employee. You, You actually have a working scan card, and it's only because of me. I took you up there to go get one. I don't think you would have one right now for warm from I'd be nowhere without you, Allie. I would be nowhere. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Now you're getting it. She's now like, now you get it. it. Yes, I got my card on on uh, Tuesday. The thing being you were talking about was loving that here at radio.com and intercom, like they let us use our headshots if we want to. Yes. As opposed to like one of those those pictures Horrible you take DMV up against style. a wall. Yeah, exactly. Up against like a blue curtain or something. Not even. It's probably just a white wall. Exactly. Right. So um, I was grateful that they let me choose the photo. And it's also the same photo. It's actually not the same photo from my um, from my profile. It's from the same shoot, though. Uh, and then also Twinkie, our friend of the show, Twinkie, tweeted at uh, DTS show and said, I'd rather smoke with you than your sister most any day, Allie. With- I, I love that you said most any day. Thank you. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't just say any day. It had to be most oh, but any you know, day. It could actually be inflected differently. He could be saying, I would rather smoke with you than your sister most any day, Allie. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, most. Any day, Allie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for spinning that in a positive light. (laughs) Uh, Okay. We still have, by the way, Twinkie has a new rendition of musical theater, which we will get to before the end of the show. I believe it is from The Little Mermaid, which I... I, Oh. I need one from Aladdin. Aladdin. Oh, it is from Aladdin. Okay. We need one from Aladdin. I was like, wait, I thought it was from Aladdin, but I thought... Is Aladdin out this weekend? Oh Aladdin is out today. Yeah, it already has made $7 million in the box office and it has bad reviews. But oh no. I would like to believe that it would be good, but I don't know. Oh, I, I just think me. that it's it's a, always really tough to tread on ground that has already been walked upon by Robin Williams. That I ha- yeah. was I thought that way with Jumanji. It was like, why are we redoing Jumanji if Robin Williams was in Jumanji? And then, you know, Genie is one of his yeah. most iconic characters. Why would we redo it? Not to say Will Smith would do a t- terrible job, but it's just not going to be the same. And then Jafar, apparently, I then spoiler alert, he does not come out of the closet, which is what I was hoping I because mean, he was my us. pick for coming out in Mind the gay you, draft, the my cartoon character. The guy who's playing Jafar, hottie. Um, but yes, I the thing I've had to tell myself with this movie, and I know we got to get to the headlines, um, was that like I have to divorce myself from, from Robin Williams as as the genie and like try and reimagine the genie because Robin Williams did that role so iconically that like we can't you have to break away from it yeah we can't expect what Robin Williams did we have to let Will Smith do his own thing so well we'll see are you gonna see it I, I I feel like I need to. Yeah, I, I want to see it tonight, but I know by the by the end of my day, I'm not going to have any energy left. I'll be asleep in the theater. <laughs> well, by nine thirty again. That's your that's your thing. That's your new bedtime. Yeah. All right, news it or lose it. Here we go. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. If you are a pet owner. You are probably worshipping the porcelain throne more than other people. (laughs) The findings, and I don't know, they don't list certain pets on this, so I think the jury's out on that for now, but basically pet owners they have found are at higher risk of getting IBS than non-pet owners. So when you're walking around and someone's like, I want to show you a picture of my dog or my cat, just have that little thought in the back of your mind going, you probably have IBS. But do they say why? Yes. Okay. 
So the findings, which is published in MedPage today, found it's possible uh, found it's possible the increased IBS risk is possibly connected to exposure to a pet's feces, which could in turn disrupt your feces. Are you serious? Yes. So like being around the presence of it? Yeah, just being around poop a lot, you know, whether you're picking it up on the street or scooping it out of a litter box or scooping it out of a rabbit cage or whatever it is, uh, it could in turn disrupt the mic- microbiome that is in your gut and then it could just throw everything off. You're throwing off the poop ip- equilibrium there and then it's making you have IBS. They say it's similar to how doctors today are using fecal implants to help those with IBS or other gut... Di- okay, what? That's happening? People are using fecal implants? What? The- oh, yeah, for illnesses or something like that. Okay. The study okay. did not link IBS to a specific type of pet, but authors believe pet dander could also play a role in increased odd ratio. I think I only heard about eight words after you said poop equilibrium because I've been trying to figure out what the portmanteau is there that would be poopalibrium or poop poopalibrium I don't know what it is but the poop equilibrium there's got to be a hybrid word there well I mean anything can throw off the equilibrium a little extra garlic no 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 I'm saying how to combine the words poop and equilibrium into the poop equilibrium equilibri poop that doesn't work yeah we'll figure it out tweet us (laughs) feasilibrium no Uh, okay. Story number two. Historians, okay. Historians have found the last slave ship that ever came to America. The first, this is from CNN. The first, uh, uh, the first part of the story says the search for the last American slave ship is over. Because people were searching for it? Why were we searching for that? Who gives a a pet owned crap about this? Uh, the wreck of Schooner Clodilta, Clotilda. That is the name of the ship. Yeah, I don't know why we were looking for that. Okay, go That's on. That's a horrible baby name, Clotilda. Uh, <laughs> believed to be the last known ship to bring enslaved people to the U.S. from Africa has been found in the... Do you want to guess which state? Um, I'm guessing it's a southern state. Mm-hmm. Um, in the port... Uh, or it was, it's it's, like in It a, was in a mobile river. <laughs> like Alabama? The mobile, yes. Mobile. And Alabama's Mobile River. Mo- Mobile? Is it Mobile, Alabama? Mo- something like that. Oh, okay, okay yeah. Uh, the Alabama History, uh, the Historical Commission announced uh, the discovery of the Clotilda is an extraordinary, extraordinary archaeological find. Uh, the voyage represented one of the darkest eras of modern history and is a profound discovery of the tangible evidence of slavery. But what the hell happens now? Now that you found this ship, what the hell are you going to do with it? You're not going to put it in a museum. So You're not going to feelings- turn it into some, some kind of a tourist destination. There's part of me, my feelings are really mixed here part of me thinks it's a big deal and part of me thinks like why do i want to see this um because like i can imagine it going into like the the national uh museum for african-american history and culture in in dc a whole ship i mean they have like a there's a, a significant portion of it that's dedicated to slavery so i'm sure they'd be interested but like i also don't know like what what value like i don't know I, my like maybe a mast or a bow yeah not the whole ship that would be i, I think that they should just uh sink it well, I I wonder what's inside it. You know, like okay. there's got to be like chains and all kinds of stuff oh, that Lord. feels yeah, emotional. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I don't like to think about that right now. Yikes! That seems like it's that's that's going to be an interesting thing for them to take apart. 
and like yeah i mean maybe there. they would find some interesting things in there i just feel like i don't know why everyone was so obsessed with finding this thing in the first place like yeah. where is it Ooh, if or we only knew they, amelia Earhart and the last slave yeah, ship those are the things i don't know if they like were if they like how did they stumble upon it like i don't know that's weird that's interesting i'll i'll, I'll have to look more into that and see how i feel about it because yeah. i don't know yeah um okay as we're learning new things here, um, we're going to be talking about the expansion of like sexual identity. I guess. Yeah, there's new. There's new. A couple new sexual identities. I don't know if they're new, Ace, but they are being broadened. Ace and arrow. Is it? Is that Ace how you pronounce that? Ace and arrow. Yes. What are this Ace? is brought to you by the letter A. Yes. Ace and arrow. Uh, we're going to figure out what those things mean. Uh, coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. the subject drop the subject on the new channel Q Allie Johnson Jared Hill and uh, went way up into the head voice there <laughs> we continue on with the show before the end we still have to give you musical theater we have to also give you the this week's nominees for gayest news headline of the week and then announce your official winner what is the gayest news headline of this entire week we scour the internet we find things that sound gay or just are super gay we read you them and then we decide an official winner we should also be putting these out I think we're, we're going to try and do that in the future put them out so that you can actually vote on Twitter uh, for what your favorite gay news headline is and of course you can always send nominees throughout the week if you like all right coming to terms <laughs> there are a lot of sexual identities there's a lot that makes you 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 know me specifically <laughs> you okay and the metaphorical you and the letter you there are a lot of sexual identities in 2019. It's an ever-growing list, and it can be real confusing, even for us members of the LGBTQ plus AI T equals P-Q community. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to break them down Sesame Street style, and today is brought to you by the letter A because Ace and Arrow are two newish terms being talked about in the community. I am so fascinated by this. Okay. I am too, because I I learned about them recently, literally yesterday, and there is, uh, I saw somebody posting about it, and they were like, I'm Arrow slash Ace, and I was like, well, now what, what in the Sam hell is that? So you want to explain Ace, and I'll explain Arrow? Yes. Kind of get this down, break this down for people? And after we explain these, there's many subcategories of this as well. So wait, which one am I doing, Ace? You're doing Ace. Okay. So ace, in in short, is short for asexual. Uh, it means that a sexual, uh, being asexual is the term used to describe a person who has little to no sexual attraction to anybody. But that is basically just an umbrella for different levels of being asexual or being on the spectrum. I think the motivation behind shortening it came from the fact that people who are asexual and not they don't really feel sexual attraction. They don't really want the term sexual in their mm-hmm. label. So because, they want to yeah. shorten it and have it just be ace because they almost don't feel connected to the word sexuality because they don't feel like they have a sexuality. I, it's it's anti-sexuality. I, 
as I think about this, I wonder, like, how many actual people are using this term? Like, ace. Like, I want to be defined as ace. Is it, like, 12 people? I, like, you know I, I don't mean? know, but I, we I have wonder. to make space for those people. Yes, you know what do. I mean? We do. And there uh, apparently is an asexual spectrum, and there are a lot of other identities under this asexual spectrum, like gray asexual. I don't want to laugh because this is serious stuff. I know that people, uh, they need certain words to make them feel like they are included and that they have some kind of a word to put to how they are feeling or what they li- who they like to date. Gray asexual, though. I, my thing is that please don't expect anybody else to know this. Right. Like, don't walk around and be like, can't you see that I'm a gray sexual? And it's like, no, no one knows what that is. Right. So you also have to kind of know that other people aren't as educated on that. And that's, it's it's tough to keep up. It's tough for anybody to keep up. But a gray asexual means that they're very rarely feeling sexual attraction towards anyone. So that's, I guess, on the very end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. very rarely feeling a, uh, a sexual attraction. Then there are demisexuals who only feel sexual attraction to somebody that you've formed a strong emotional bond with. Mm. So I guess that's the other side where, yes, I I do feel sexual attraction. I do like to have sex, but only with people that I have a very strong emotional bond with beforehand. Mm -hmm. Ace flux, uh, which is how asexual you feel. Oh, the the asexuality of you fluctuates. Okay. So aeroflux is, is an adjective. Ace yeah. flux is an adjective, right? So I'm ace flux. Sometimes I feel sexual. I sometimes I feel repulsed by sex. Sometimes I don't mind the idea of sex. Then there's akoi sexual or lith sexual, and that's experiencing sexual attraction without the desire for reciprocation. So each of these has like their their uh, you know equal and opposite reaction, if you would, on the aromantic side. So aromantic has demi romantic, which is only feeling romantic attraction to someone once you formed a strong emotional bond and that can be used with another term or on its own okay um, but then so aromantic is this so i can see the parallels here then to what you're saying right. with the demisexual but yours is more about romantic connection than sexual connection right Got it. so like a gray aromantic would be very rarely feeling romantic attraction towards anyone um and this it says this term can also be used with another term or on its own. Then there's the lith romantic, or I believe this is ekoi romantic, which is experiencing romantic attraction without desire for reciprocation, which is interesting. Yeah, that feels a little... That feels like a therapist might need to be involved. Right, like, exactly. I'm like, only... I don't care if you reciprocate, I'm going to feel well, sexual attraction for you isn't that well I, uh, any of us being sexually attracted to anyone that we've never met or well, a celebrity i'm thinking about it from the perspective of like if it, it, it that makes me think about like someone who's experienced a lot of rejection probably like is wants to like like you don't project want like the re- i don't want you to like me back you're just you're like, just comfortable being yeah. the the person who's like i'm in love with you from afar the and liker, i'm okay with that liked. right yeah. okay that's interesting um and then there's the reciprocal <laughs> Reciprocantic, um, which only feeling romantic attraction when you know the other person is attracted to you, which feels a little selfish. Um, no, that's not true. I'm not going to say that. Okay, wait, but then that's the same de- definition as reciprocal. Right, only you're feel- only sexual attraction. You only want to have sex with the person if they want to have sex with you. This is about the romantic emotional part of it. Okay. I guess. Oh my lord. Yeah. Okay. Being a liberal is a lot of work. This is a lot of work. It is. So then, what were Bert and Ernie? <laughs> Were they asexual? Oh, I don't want to touch that. Were they? Touch... <laughs> I think that's what Bert said. They were getting it in. That's what Bert said. I don't want to touch that. 
Um, or I do want to touch that, depending on who you're asking. Yeah, or I want to touch that and he doesn't, and I'm okay with that, because I'm ace flux reciprosexual lithsexual. There's a lot to learn there. Wow. Okay, well, you know, I think that more and more people are going to reveal their gender and sexual sexual preference uh, right after their name, when you meet somebody. Hi, I'm blah, blah, blah. Kind of like people are doing with my, pronouns? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. They're do with their sexual identity as well. Um, I I don't know what I learned. There's so much to process there. Jeez Louise. Okay. There's also corresponding flags to these, which are um, difficult, too. I think right. that we're running out of flag posts. We're running out of flags. And we've also run out of time, because Justin keeps looking at me like, shut up already. <laughs> uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening He's to Drop the Subject. He's agrosexual. <laughs> He's agro-time-y-o-l. Uh We'll take a quick break. You're listening to Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson, Jared Hill, Ginger Justin. Justin. I think we should start calling him Justin the Ginge. Like, Justin the Ginge like, Minge? Like they used to oh, do, no, you like, don't have a minge. Like they used to do, uh, you know, like the kings and queens, like so-and-so the great and so-and-so the terrible. <laughs> Justin the Ginge. Justin the Ginge. Yeah, yeah. like Bran the Broken. Right, like Bran the Broken. How do you feel about Justin the Ginge? Is that offensive? Do you will you be able to embrace that? Do you feel like that like you can identify with Justin the Ginge? I'm okay with it. Thank okay. you. All right. <laughs> uh, that's what's important. <laughs> uh, okay, Memorial Day is obviously here, mm-hmm. and of course, everyone likes to obsess about what's the weather going to be like, what's the traffic going to be like. I was looking at one of the articles that had the best times to leave at in every single state and every single major city so that you can figure out, you know, I want to spend the least time possible sitting in traffic. And uh, the answer is, if you live in Los Angeles, that's never. So uh, that's your answer, at least for one city. But there's also an interesting update this year about what people are doing food trend wise and I know that we've been talking about this a little bit already but the health craze is in full full it's in full blast right Right. now and it turns out that 2019 this Memorial Day weekend it will be the summer of burger and beer alternatives this is according to Nielsen okay plant-based burgers and ready-to-drink cocktails may be crashing your pool party uh, nothing. That it Especially says, if you live in LA. Yeah. So, I mean, you think about going to a barbecue, you always bring something, you know, but there's usually burgers and hot dogs on the grill. You can kind of probably expect that at any given time. But then there's always that one random person who's like, is there vegetarian options? And yeah. you're like, mm, yeah, okay. And then you, you go back and forth because does the person that's hosting need to create vegan and vegetarian options for you? Or are you a BYO vegan stuff? BYOV. Yeah. So I actually had a friend, he had a birthday party like in the like barbecue in his backyard and he had beef burgers and he had beyond burgers or it was either beyond or impossible burgers and hot dogs and i think they even had like vegan hot dogs too and so like he had all of the options and i was like oh well how progressive yeah yeah Um, i mean but that's a lot of work it's just like being being liberal is a lot of work like we just talked about with the sexual identities it's also very hard to be inclusive of people's dietary restrictions i will tell you as a person who holds many a dinner party at their home i um i always feel like you should let people know what your food restrictions are when you get invited because there's nothing worse than like the day (laughs) 
my friend and I always talk about how we say this phrase all the time. There's nothing worse. I'm like, there are actually a few things worse um, than like the day before someone dropping on you that they're vegan. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. so this steak and potatoes dinner is not going to work for you. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, Katie, my wife, has a couple of times tried to go vegetarian and I have not allowed it. You wouldn't let her go vegetarian at all? Well, no, I I told her, I said, if you're going to go vegetarian, if that's the choice that you're making now, five years, it was probably at the time about five years into our relationship. We weren't engaged yet or anything, but I was thinking about it. And then I stopped after she, no, (laughs) after she told me that she was going to (laughs) be, she, she said, "I, I feel bad for chickens. I feel bad for cows. I feel bad for all of them. I'm going to go. I really want to go vegetarian. And, and I, the way that I know Katie, she would have expected you to do it, too, is what you're saying. So I don't want to be pressured to right. do it as well. Right. That is not my choice. I don't want to be bandwagoned onto the, the, the vegetarian bandwagon because that bandwagon moves slowly and sadly. And she would, and every time you sat down for dinner together, and you had like a piece of chicken on your plate with the salad and whatever else the meal was, she, Katie, would look at you sideways, like, "Oh, totally, "Hmm, yeah, absolutely." I would never be able to eat a piece of chicken in peace. Yeah, she would probably vegetarianize the entire kitchen to the point where I'd have nothing, no cutting board to use, and no pan to use, and to get the smell of this meat out of my kitchen. And I'm like, "It's my kitchen," Um, but. My thing was, okay, you can make that choice for yourself. You can go vegetarian, you can go vegan, whatever you want to do, but know that you are prepping your own, you're making your own meals. Yeah. Because I cannot be expected to make two dinners every night. I'm already expected to make one dinner every night, which is a lot. Lucy. And I regret the time I ever said I enjoy cooking. Because I'm like, I actually really enjoy it. It's therapeutic for me. And now we're nine and a half years into our relationship. And I'm like, I enjoy cooking. It's therapeutic for me. I never want to cook again. Well, I'm like, all I want to do is sit down and play video games while someone makes me dinner. Yeah. But this uh, leading up to Memorial Day, there is a range of emerging options that are seeing strong growth this year against the tried and true summer choices. Uh, Plant-based burgers are going to be there. I mean, a lot of people are going to have them regardless of whether or not you even ask whether your party guests are vegan or vegetarian. They're just going to have that as an option. And your cooler will contain more canned cocktails and hard seltzer. So people are going to be moving away from the traditional brewskis and they're going to go to man cans, basically. <laughs> they're going to go to spiked seltzer water and canned cocktails. So Okay, hold on. So I will say, which one is the one that you can buy in the grocery store? Is that the Beyond Burger or the Impossible Burger? I think it's the Beyond Burger, and I actually have made a very good decision in my life. I, I don't really play the stock market very much, but I did buy some stock in Beyond Meat. Okay. Because I was like, this is going to explode. Everybody's yeah. going to be using Beyond Meats, and this is proof. This Katsu, is, this is money, Beyond, this article right now. Cut to Beyond Burger becoming, Beyond Meat becoming Bitcoin. And it's like, what yeah. is this? Beyond like, Meat donates all stock to Ali's sister. <laughs> well, I, exactly. I, um, I, I've had the Beyond Burger, and I was actually pretty impressed with it. I got it at the grocery store, went home and made it. And I mean, the thing that I always say about vegans is like vegans and vegetarians and they're like, oh my God, it tastes just like insert thing here. It's like, yeah, but you haven't had cheese in seven years. You don't know what cheese tastes like. That is such a good, I'm so glad you said yeah. that because it's the same thing with like butter alternatives or exactly. sour cream alternatives. Yeah. When I first had Greek yogurt in place of sour cream, it was terrible. Yeah. I've had Greek yogurt now as a substitute for sour cream for many years now because, you know, I'm trying to be healthier, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. So if I make tacos, I make a healthier version of that. And I'm using Greek yogurt. Now I'm like, this is great. And then if I have somebody come and visit 
and I'm like, here's some tacos. They're like, what the F is this? Yeah, I remember when I, I went on a diet and I went off sugar for a while and I had been like a week into it and I hadn't had sugar and I had Splenda. Yeah, and, and that I was, was like, sweet, wasn't it? Oh my God, Splenda <laughs> tastes exactly like sugar. And then I went, I was like, I want Splenda in everything. And then I went back on to sugar and I was like, oh, this does not taste the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, just being off of sugar in general, then having anything sweet. Oh my God, I'm like, Mind Lord blow. in heaven. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but this also is happening, this new trend in Memorial Day, meat alternatives. It's happening because of all the recent articles about how meat and grilling has a high cancer risk. Yeah. So that's the other thing is ever as we figure out all these scientists are doing all these studies about what causes cancer and it turns out like it's everything including very hot tea which is another one that I read about recently. I feel like everything there's like some kind of cancer situation, but I think realistically what I what I've come to believe and I'm not a doctor or a scientist, but I feel like anything in copious amounts is like cancerous cuz like cancer is like a, a build up of something, right? right? Which is that whole all things in moderation kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I just can't wait for it to be like hard seltzer water is the latest thing <laughs> causing right. cancer. Man can. I'm sure tap water. I'm sure tap water is giving us cancer. It is. You know I read what about that too. Yeah, so it's yeah. like anything that you drink, I'm sure, drink yeah. or eat or consume or put on your body can probably contribute yeah. to cancer. So eat and drink up, folks. Don't yes. do it just because of the cancer risk. Okay? Well, That's pretty much everything. <laughs> coming up, we've got the gayest headlines of the week and um, we're going to send you off into your weekend. So uh, stick around. You're listening to Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q with Jarrett and Allie on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject continues. We have a few more things to get to before we say goodbye to you for the day. For this long weekend. Wish you into, yeah, your wonderfully, hopefully eventful, or maybe you're hoping it's non-eventful weekend, holiday weekend. I know that's what I'm hoping for. I just want to, like, sleep, do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Little, most of this is food involved. Most of that is sleep involved. Sleep involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and that sound great to me as well. Uh, but before we go, we have a brand new musical theater. Twinkie sends these to us every week. And the way we look at it, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the world. It's hard to keep up with it all. Sometimes you're just reading and listening to headlines mindlessly and you're kind of tuning out. So why don't we put it in terms you can understand by turning it into musicals? Uh, so I believe this rendition that Twinkie sent over is from... From Aladdin, topically enough. And uh, so without further ado, here's this week's musical theater. Harvey Weinstein settled Only cost 44 million And it's all paid by insurance policies What the hell? Pelosi's vids get slowed down Makes her seem like she's wasted Or smoked something that was laced And she was still allowed on TV Sesame Street A new character gets debuted And she has no parents so No steady home No place for safe dreaming. Aw, that is so beautiful. Thank you very much, Twinkie. 
Nancy Pelosi information there, Harvey Weinstein. You really covered all the bases there. Yeah, the Foster Muppet. The Foster. I was thinking the same thing, like he got the Foster. He got the Foster Muppet in there, and he even got some nice Aladdin theme going on. So thank you very much. That's beautiful. Uh, do you do you like Twinkie's voice, Jared, or does it bother you? No, I think Twinkie's got something special. <laughs> I think he's got yeah. something really special that going That foster Muppet doesn't have parents, but he has something special. Exactly. Uh, that's exciting. All right. Before we send you off, gay news headline of the week. Oh, Here yes. are your nominees. I'm going to list five of them, and then we will vote and announce the official winner of gayest news headline of the week. Some of these are actually gay. Some of them just sound really gay. So without further ado, again, headline number one. All right. Woman tastes bizarre new clam. <laughs> Did she offer you a $10,000 check from Shutterfly afterwards? <laughs> Here you go, honey. That's for you. Great okay. job. All right. Headline number two. Rural caucus sticks up for pressing needs. I hope that's the one. <laughs> uh, headline number three. A big red reason not to dig a mine in Alaska's fat bear country. Oh, that, that was <laughs> really layered, very actually. Loaded. Yeah, it's a very loaded <laughs> headline. I'll say it again. A big red reason not to... A big red reason not to dig a mine in Alaska's fat bear country. Yikes. <laughs> There's so much to take there. (laughs) Yikes. There's so much there. Headline number four. Woman hiding in closet calls 911. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. I thought there was going to be like a twist. I was like, oh, she's literally in the closet. She's in a closet calling 911. And then finally, headline number five. LGBT Listerine bottle leaving a bad taste in people's mouths. Oh, God. This is an actual gay it's an news actual headline. Gay head- uh, have you gay heard headline. about this, Jared? Have you seen this thing? I have not. It is a, a rainbow-covered Listerine bottle oh, that has God. everybody talking because they think it's a little weird that you need to gayify something that you gargle in your mouth on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> People so, are like, okay, so I guess I need to get my mouth clean because there's something very dirty about yeah. it. Yeah. So yesterday on Let's Go There, we had this conversation about our our companies like becoming too. Um, are they like marketing pride too much and like yeah, are they, they are. taking advantage of it or whatever? They're pandering. They're pandering to the gay community. So They're making like everything gay and a Listerine bottle does not need to be made gay. I'm well, sorry. I feel like it's a double-edged sword again. I, I feel like I'm always like arguing both sides or something. But I feel like on one hand, like we want like full acceptance and inclusion and to be brought into the fold of everywhere. And so like then when like w- when we get it, then I feel like Twitter's never happy. Right? Oh no, of course so, like, not. Because then the debate is like like, okay, well, you're only doing this because, you know, of whatever. And so I don't know what the right answer is, but, like, I... I, I, I've i always th- thought the rainbow flag was kind of whack as a symbol so like right. there's that but I don't know like I don't need everything to have a rainbow on it you can just say pride that's what I mean say, is like, who is purchasing these yeah. products that's my thing the fact that they did rainbow converse don't get me wrong I'm a lesbian I love converse right but I'm not I don't need converse that has a rainbow slapped on the bottom of it who is going to buy those I guess somebody who would only wear them for pride right, right. if I'm just gonna wear the only time I wh- whip out my rainbow belt is on pride i have also suspenders that say i love boobies i wear those specifically (laughs) for pride uh listerine 
Pride bottles, I don't feel the need. I would actually just get a regular Listerine bottle. Like having a rainbow Listerine bottle sitting in my bathroom counter would seem a little yeah. ridiculous to me. Yeah, it, yeah, it feels like a lot. Okay, sorry. We're supposed to be choosing the headline. Yes. Um, okay, so which what one? Was, what was the second one? Because I think that was the winner. Okay, well, the first one was Woman Tastes Bizarre New Clam. Right. That's my pick. Number two is lesbo. R- Rural Caucus Sticks Up for Pressing Needs. I don't think it gets much better than that <laughs> this week. A Big Red Reason Not to Dig a Mine in Alaska's Fat Bear Country. But that's an awesome one. That's I think nice Justin's one. voting for that one. Okay. <laughs> okay, Justin. That's Justin. All right, we're all split on this. Mine woman Hiding rural. in Closet Calls 911. I think that's not the favorite. That's the underdog. That's the underdog, uh, right? And then LGBT Listerine bottle leaving a bad taste in people's mouths, uh, which is very graphic. Okay. So you like the, the tangy clam. I do like Woman Tastes Bizarre New Clam. That also could just be foreshadowing to my, my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just intriguing. Is there, another, all... is there another threesome weekend coming? I in? mean, bizarre new clam. If you're out there, <laughs> DM me or CM me. All right. So my vote's for two. Justin's vote is for number three. Your vote is for number one. Yes. So who's our winner? Our winner is. Wow, Ginger Justin, you got your pick. A big red reason. Not to dig a mine in Alaska's fat bear country. I think you only liked that one because red was in the title. Well, there's a big red at that. Um, (laughs) I'm pretty sure that whoever wrote that headline had a good time doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what it's all about. Having a good gay old time. Yes. Well... Thank you for checking us out. Please continue to tweet and, and interact with the show. We always love hearing from you. Absolutely. It's so fun to see all the tweets coming in. Yeah. That was great. And have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Have a great weekend. I'll see you again for Let's Go There at 4 o'clock uh, Pacific time, 7 o'clock Eastern. Yep. And uh, have a great weekend. I'm going to crack open a, a fully glutinous beer. Mm. And I'm going to see you all on Tuesday. Look at you, wild thing. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Craft beer, even. A, a, a stout. Yes. Important to remember, we'll have a day full of music for you on Monday. And we'll be back on Tuesday. We'll see you then.